Hello and welcome to the Quick and Painless Pro Wrestling Podcast Season 2. I am one of your hosts, Carter. And hey, <laughs> I am the other. I am the other host, Dylan. What's up, man? I, wow, it's been a while since we have done this. Yeah, uh, I, that must have been. Um, yeah, we had a poll in the off season. Um, what do we needed to change? And uh, the results are in, and they said they wanted Dylan to be a little bit more wacky. Yeah, a little, a little more crazy. <laughs> yeah, so far I am not in favor of those poll yeah. results. We just want Dylan to show more more emotion in his voice. You know, yeah, we're we're tired of that those AM tones. You know, we need we need to bump it up to FM now. You're right. Yeah. Now you're you're like a morning FM talk show host. <laughs> yeah. You need a soundboard, and you need to periodically Crazy sip your cup effects. of coffee. Yeah. Derek Dillon here, <laughs> flying <laughs> high above in Chopper 7. Nice. Yeah. I like that. Thanks. Thanks. So, yeah, we said off-season. You know, there is no off-season in wrestling, but apparently there is in podcasting. Who knew? Yeah. Who knew there could be an off-season in podcasting? This was the greatest career change ever. Yes. Um. But season two, yes, this starts season two of the Quick and Painless Pro Wrestling Podcast. So, um, yeah, we took a little bit of an extended break just to kind of, I don't know, what would you say, like cleanse ourselves? Stretch our legs. <laughs> Stretch our legs. For Recharge a our weeks. batteries. Yep, exactly. Just kind of, you know, decompress for mm-hmm. a little while mm-hmm. before we, you know, get balls deep back into this thing called pro wrestling i went uh full celine dion and just didn't talk for three weeks because i was saving my voice celine dion did that i mean i don't know if it was three weeks but if she has to perform then she she won't speak prior to the performance to save her voice well she's got to warm up though right no she goes out just completely raw like here it is oh she's just raw on it raw on it few sips of water and she's just like yeah it was more eddie vetter than yeah that celine was dion. i can't i can't do celine dion it's, I'm, I'm i'm not canadian enough to do that hmm. so mm-hmm. eddie vetter is close to canada seattle washington he, that's that's pretty I think close he's actually i think he was actually born in california really yeah He's like a surfer and everything. Is he though? Yeah, I maybe believe a so. butthole surfer. <clears throat> I know the Sorry. band you're talking about, but the song the song is escaping my head right now. Yeah, someone said butthole surfer to me yesterday, and I immediately thought of that band. And I don't think that they knew it was a band. Yeah, yeah, they were actually calling you a butthole surfer. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? What year is it? <laughs> I was actually 20- arguing with a middle schooler from 1997. Yeah. <laughs> They're just throwing, like, school schoolyard insults your way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, stupid snot head. But, yeah, we're what back. What middle school did you go to? <laughs> <coughs> Lamo. Like, yeah, one with not very good insults that nobody no. can think of. So. No. Snot head. Snot head. I don't know how to respond to that. 
Man, you just blew my mind. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, one of the things um, that I don't think we advertise very much, um, mostly because it's a talent of mine, and I feel like you don't want to give me very much credit, but uh, we make our own music also. Um <laughs> <laughs> the one time, the one time we tried to use a different song, it got flagged on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, and then it got all like, you know, muddled and everything, or they yeah. had to like mute it, you know, for copyright pers- purposes. And it was literally the middle of the song, like thirteen seconds of it, if even that. YouTube still found it. They were like, "Oh, wait a second, that's my jam. <laughs> I know that anywhere." Gary, Gary, we got him. We got you him. Can't, you can't sneak the darkness past yeah. me, you son of a bitch. Uh-huh. <laughs> you snothead. Yeah. Um, so we make our own music, and I thought, uh, in recognition of a, a second season, that we should have a new song uh, to kind of bring us in. So if you don't mind, Dylan, I'm going to play a little bit more of it than what I normally would. And going forward, we'll only play like, I don't know, 27 seconds of this as an intro. But for this, our first episode of season two, I'm going to play like, I don't know, a little bit more of it. So you get the full idea. But anyway, original song by me. (laughs) Drop it. (laughs) (laughs) Boom. Drop that beat. Maybe this will be very bad, but hopefully it'll get better as time goes on. Listened to it like three times today. So nice. I think, I think yeah. When you sent it to me earlier today, I think I replied back. I replied back. I was like, "That's fucking genius." Oh, <laughs> dropping F oh, season two. Uh, Holy uh, smokes! It's a whole new season. Jeez. Gee, <laughs> no. wit Willikers. Whole new set of rules. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's always funny to me. Like if I'm messing around and I'm like making something or whatever. Um, Brian be like, "What are you doing?" And I'm like, "Oh, making music." And I feel like, you know, I'm 
that would be something I would say just kind of like as a yeah. joke. Just trying to get her to go away. So No, like <laughs> you know how like when you say like to someone, Hey, good morning, how's it going? Oh, just living the dream. First of oh, all, I yeah. never say that, but people yeah. say that, you know. So I feel like a response like making music is similar to that. You know okay. what I mean? Like, hey man, what what are you up to? Oh, just making music how about you, you know. Um so anyway, anytime that she asks and I, I respond with making music, it always makes me laugh thinking about that. But what is what is her response? Well, see, I think in her head she's like, "What does that mean? Like, is he actually like, like trying to sing on a song? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just back there by myself with my headphones clutched. Is he trying to sing like Eddie Vedder? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah." Yeah, I, I hinted at that at the beginning of the episode, thinking that now is my chance. That's what you were doing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh. You know what this world needs in this crazy time of crisis? Another An person Vetter, singing like Eddie Vedder. <laughs> An Eddie Vedder tribute band. Why has this never been done before? Come on. Until now. I call my uh, band Eddie Vedder. <laughs> <clears throat> Pearl butter. <Sorry. laughs> Off white margarine. Yes. This is my name, name of. <laughs> oh. oh God. Well, anyways, how have you been? <laughs> it's been it's uh it's been a little while since I talked to you. I think I know. We've texted periodically throughout the past couple of weeks, but we we haven't actually like sat down and had a conversation. Yeah, it's interesting that when the podcast ends, so does our friendship. Yep. <laughs> we have a strictly podcast-only friendship. And That's I right. Like it, and I like it that way. I get a text from you. I'm like, huh? What? Podcast? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he wants to be friends again. Yeah. Oh, crap. Yeah. How about that weather? Um, no, things are good. Um, any uh, Any new developments on the baby front? It's still cooking. It's she's yeah. she's still in there. Um, yeah. She kicks at me. I, I sing to her. No, I don't. I don't sing to her. <laughs> she kicks me and I punch <laughs> her. And stop it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, respect me. Yeah. No. I mean, it, it, things are going great. It's think it's been a little crazy because you know you try to prepare. Um, whether it be clothes or furniture or you know all the things that you need to equip yourself with when you have a baby coming in. Mm-hmm. So um, with stay-at-home orders, it's it's been kind of difficult as far as that goes because you can't exactly like go into a lot of stores and, and look at things. Um, so it's a lot of online shopping. So that, that can be difficult, and it proved to be pretty difficult at the beginning. Yeah. Um, I like to think we're pretty conditioned to it now, so not that big of a deal. We've adapted, and it is what it is. So Awesome. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, dude – still over the moon excited can't wait for that day to come realize that life will never be the same and uh super excited for that oh so. that, that'll change quick so what the excitement yeah <laughs> <laughs> temper that excitement kidding it actually kidding. isn't great yeah kidding it's great it's uh it's great it's a great time and a great thing to be a parent so yeah Speaking of, of being a parent. Speaking. <laughs> <laughs> How's things going with you? 
Oh, it's it's a big crapshoot, man. No, not really. Um, <laughs> well, at work, um, we're no longer uh, making emergency relief beds anymore. They, they, everything got shut down within like a month. Yeah. Yeah, so emergency relief beds are no longer needed, at least, you know, from our company. So we're kind of going back to the norm right now, and everything's a little slow. Yeah. It's a little slow, but, you know, still working. Thankful for that. Um, totally. Yeah. Uh, doing some golfing. Finally. F- finally got out and nice. you know, did some golfing. Yeah, I took a lesson, too. Nice. Yeah. Didn't help, but, you know, (laughs) (laughs) I'm golfing, and that's the most important thing. And, uh, no, it's been great. Um, Kids been great. Still trying to figure out, you know, the right way to go about this whole, like, school from home stuff. Yeah. Because, you know, we'll start working on something, but uh, sometimes she'll just get frustrated Totally. And, you know, it's like, oh, man, you need to get this done, but, you know, I feel bad at the same time because I don't want to sit here and make you do this and tell you you need to get this done while you're frustrated. Yeah. So it's like trying to find, like, that balancing act, you know. So usually what will happen, we'll take a break for a little while, and then, you know, maybe we'll come back to it later. <laughs> I don't know. No, we'll try to come back to it later, you know, if we can. But, you know, I don't want to sit here, sit there and try to get her to learn something when she's like, you know, has her head in her hands and she's just like, you know, not wanting to focus. So you need to just create an alter ego that is like her substitute teacher. (laughs) Go on. Just be super strict. (laughs) Like we're today. We're going to learn about recycling and the health of the ocean. Okay. Sharks, sharks, sharks live in the ocean. Sharks, sharks, sharks live in the ocean. (laughs) (laughs) But I feel like if you could just tap into an alter ego. I need a beret. Yeah, there you go. See? You need to get a beret. A beret? You need to be a... Okay, I got it. Beret Wyatt. Beret Wyatt. I actually think... (laughs) I think he did that. Well, what, not, really? not use the name Beret Wyatt, but there's a scene where he was like painting and actually wearing a beret. There you go. Oh, I just connected some dots right there. Mm-hmm. Oh. So an alter ego <laughs> to teach my daughter <laughs> stuff, huh? Yep. <laughs> okay. Yep. Okay, well, we'll make a game out of it. Yeah. Yeah, so, there you go. Um, sorry that I... I'm drinking a Pacifico right now. Um, this is my cerveza of choice, considering, you know, God forbid you drink a Corona nowadays. <laughs> uh, or a Oberon, which your state does not have. Yeah, one trip to North Carolina was enough for me. Yeah, no more Oberon for the rest of the year. No, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> um, so funny thing. I was getting gas one day, and I went in to go pay, mm-hmm. and all these distilleries and like uh, brewery, breweries are making like hand sanitizer. Right. Yeah. So um, I went in to pay, and there's a little um, shelf that had like bottles of hand sanitizer that was made that were made by a distillery. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, I don't have any hand sanitizer. I'll just grab this. So paid for it. You know, went back, was drying off, put some on my hand. It smelled like a bottle of whiskey. 
Nice. <laughs> I was pouring like a bottle of whiskey like all over my hand. Like I was waiting for to get pulled over for for whatever reason and just had the cop come up and the whole inside of the car smells like whiskey. <laughs> was it actually whiskey? You grabbed the wrong bottle. Yeah, I, I was just pouring like Jack Daniels all over my hands. <laughs> it's crazy. These guys are making hand sanitizer yeah. now. Woo! <laughs> um, Sarah, add out with it. Yeah, uh, I'm just going to leave this one alone. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah, but yeah, so. um, So that's all. That's all I've been up to. That's all that you've been up to. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, yeah. you know, I mean, you pretty much just kind of stay at home, you know, and working. Yeah, man. Just doing, <laughs> just doing your thing. <laughs> doing your thing. But um, as far as wrestling goes, I suppose that's still going on. Oh, yeah. It's it's flaring up. <laughs> Whoa. I see what you yeah. did there. It's Yeah. It's flaring up, you know. Um AEW recently went back to live shows. Ish. No, oh, oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah live no, shows. No yep. more um, pre-recorded shows. Yeah, yep. taping. So they recently just went back. Um, they've got the Double or Nothing pay-per-view coming up in mm-hmm. a couple weeks. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's next weekend. Next weekend? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, man, we had so Money in the Bank that happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, real quick, I was gonna ask. So obviously, you know, Impact is is back to doing shows. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, AEW's been doing shows. They're doing live shows again. NXT's doing live shows again. Raw, SmackDown. Yes. Out of all of these, have you found? Is there one show in particular that you're like, you know, I just prefer <laughs> this, or? If I'm going to see, if I can only see one wrestling show this week, I want to make sure it's blank. AEW. Really? It holds my attention a lot more than anything else that I've been watching. Okay. Yeah. What, is there a, a reason for that, you think? Um, I mean, like a because, true like bottom line reason. Uh, Not, story, okay. Storytelling. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. One company is just so form, so processed, mm-hmm. homogenized as compared to the other. So the other one, well, a, okay. That's no secret. I'm talking about AEW and WWE. So, I mean, you are? But, uh, yeah. Woo. Um, <laughs> but no, AEW just feels more fresh. I mean, and just full of more energy Mm -hmm. while just, you know, comparing it to WWE right now, WWE is just so, uh, it just feels so scripted, over scripted, like overproduced and just everything is mapped out to a T on there Mm -hmm. where it doesn't, it doesn't feel energizing. Yeah. I, I, I would have to agree with that. I mean, um, I'm in the same boat, and I think we've talked about this before, but um, if I'm going to catch a wrestling show and it's only going to be one a week, it will be AEW. Mm-hmm. You know, if we've got other stuff we're doing or whatever, I'll make sure. And even if I can't set a recording for AEW, 
when Wednesday comes, I'll make sure that my TV is on TNT. Mm-hmm. And then should I happen to turn the TV on late and it's like nine o'clock or something like that, I can just hit rewind and start it from the beginning. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I, th- like that's something I'll actually go out of my way. And it's for the same reason. It's for the writing. I mean, one thing, I mean, I don't want to get too, too into, you know, I want to jump ahead and get into our segments. Um, so I guess I won't. But <laughs> one example, though, is I saw someone say, Oh, that was a great, uh, great finish to the show with Brody Lee and Moxley. But it would have been better if Moxley was one of the goons, you know, dressed up as one of the goons and then attacked Brody Lee. That would have been so much better. And when I read that, I was like, no. <laughs> when I was watching it, I thought, oh, man, Moxley's probably going to be one of the goons. And then yeah. when he wasn't, I was so relieved because that is. WWE through and through. I mean, so played out. Yes, to your point, you've seen it so much over the past, you know, twenty plus years that that's. I mean, it's it's routine. You know, you Mm -hmm. can predict every angle and what's going to happen. And if you can't, it's because you. you, It's so out of left field that you're Mm -hmm. like, why are they doing this? Yeah. You know, um, so yeah, based based on that, I completely agree. Every, and everybody on the WWE side just seems so stale. Mm-hmm. It's just, I mean, as far as like the way they deliver their promos and like the way they speak, like it just, eh, <laughs> it's just I don't believe them. I don't believe you when you're yeah. talking. Yeah, and it shouldn't be like that. Make me believe. Make me believe. Have some fire in your voice. Do something. Just do something different, please. <laughs> please, for the love of God. Um, and they don't, um, and I don't want to make this a WWE bashing session, but I just, it frustrates me that they insult your intelligence so much in that, what, this time last year, AJ Styles was tapping into his, quote, mean streak and, you know, punched Vince McMahon backstage. Oh, yeah, I do remember that. You know, and that was supposed to reveal his mean streak. Yeah. Then fast forward to this year, and he and Daniel Bryan are fighting in Vince's office. Yeah, we'll, and, well, we'll, we'll get to that later, so <laughs> let's, hold off, let's hold off on that. <laughs> okay, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> it's just a, that's just a peek behind the curtain, okay? Yeah, All right. I, I, got, I got notes, so... <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to reveal too much now. Yeah. yeah. Um, um. So. So before we get into our segments, I had an awesome idea for like a new segment. Oh crap! Or like two new segments. One's kind of like an okay idea, I thought, and one I think is genius. You know, well, on the same right, level at, the, at the same here, on, on the same level as you, as your music making skills. Okay, all right. Well, all right. Yeah, you know what? Yeah. Maybe it is genius then. Yeah, it's got to kiss your ass a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear it. Okay. Um, obviously, we won't do it this week, but um, <sighs> we could have like a news section where we just talk about like breaking news, like headline news out of the wrestling world. Like, oh, uh, Matt Hardy got $50 back on a pair of underwear or something like that. You what? Know? I mean, not saying that he did, but 
<laughs> but you know, just like wrestling news instead of. I thought you you were already breaking news towards the end of the last season. You were breaking news left and right. Was I? I don't know. I thought I thought it was something you broke. It was like I break hearts <laughs> every day. <laughs> I feel like it was like oh. John Morrison just signed with WWE. Or so, I don't know. I feel like you Is announced it, something like that. I was probably breaking Johnny Dynamo's spirit after how many times <laughs> we bashed him on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. could be it. That's it. That was it. <laughs> Listen, if nothing else comes of this podcast, I hope that people... I hope that there's a, a bump in like the Google mentions of Johnny Dynamo. <laughs> like if you go back and research, you go to like Google analytics and it's like the, the year 2020, the popularity of the search term Johnny Dynamo just took off. Yeah, everybody's like, who the hell is Johnny Dynamo? I got to find this out. Yeah. <laughs> Mega Man's Revenge. I love that game. <laughs> this Dynamo guy seems like a cool guy. <laughs> um. But no, just kind of go over some like major wrestling headlines that are breaking. Like, um, well, like for example, Mike Tyson is going to be at double, double or nothing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so yeah. got that. That'll okay. be to present the uh, TNT championship. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't um, you think it would have been better if he was presenting a championship that was a little bit more? Um, I don't know. Better. Well, yes, but like something that would have, like, let's say it was the Iron Man Championship presented by Iron Mike Tyson. You know what I mean? Okay, I see where you're going. But why the TNT Championship? Like, it just. I, I can't answer that. I don't have a good answer for you. I mean. Like, isn't the guy that the the Pulitzer Prize named after, isn't that guy, didn't he also invent dynamite? Like, the actual substance dynamite? I don't know. Look, I, couldn't, I couldn't tell that's you that. For, that's for other people to look up. So maybe yeah. someone from his family present the TNT Championship. Well, why, don't we just have, why don't we just have freaking Wiley Coyote present the TNT Championship <laughs> for as many times as he, he uses dynamite? Fair. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. true. Yeah. So, Bugs Bunny. Since I mean, there you go. Space Jam Two is coming out. You got to tie it in. LeBron right. James. LeBron James. LeBron James. So, but yeah, that's what I was thinking for a segment. Another segment, and this is the was uh, that the OK segment or the genius segment? Because that was the OK segment. Okay, right. this is the genius one right here. So, oh man, pins and needles. Yep. So, we get your wife on the podcast. So far, this isn't <laughs> this going <is> well, <laughs> and we give. And Brie gives her wrestling wrap-up for the week. She sits and watches wrestling with you, and then she tries to talk about how she feels about everything that she saw while watching wrestling with you. So. (laughs) (laughs) So. (laughs) Not only... She doesn't like sitting with me, let alone also watching rest. No. Um, Yeah, that would be hilarious. You are right. But you're talking about, let's talk about 
committing time. She's not only committing time to watching wrestling, <laughs> mm-hmm. but now committing time to talking about wrestling. Yeah. Same thing that we're doing. You just, you want me to get divorced. That's what you want. No, I do not want you to get divorced. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. We need we need more listeners, all right? And I figured this is Fresh the way to do it. Fresh perspective. Yeah. Fresh you know, she too. did ask the other day. She was like, "Where? How did this even become a thing? Like, what did re- where did wrestling even come from?" So I got to you, school uh, her on that. Did you show her the Fall Guys? Uh, that's kind of how the conversation started. It's like nice. I got that book, and she was like, "Oh," and I was like, "Oh yeah, this was written back in 1935." She was like, "Really? It's been around that long?" I'm like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> like yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you about Luthes, Bruno San Martino. Yep. Frank Gotch. All of Simon Gotch. You know Simon Gotch? <laughs> <laughs> but then I yeah, talked to her about how it started in carnivals and that's why everyone speaks carny mm-hmm. and all that fun stuff. And she was like, That's they crazy. Rest- uh, yeah, that's crazy if they wrestled elephants. <laughs> Who knew? And bears. <clears throat> but no, million dollar idea. It is an interesting idea. A million view idea. Hmm. A million views. I don't know. I or think we would 200. lose. Maybe 200. We, we got to get to 200 first. We would lose <laughs> our um, spot on wrestlingheadlines.com. They would be like... Um, maybe you guys should go back to the off season because <laughs> you were doing better then. <laughs> <laughs> we have had more views since yeah. you've done nothing. Yep. I mean, it's, it's business, you know, it's other personal. <clears throat> That's nope, a good just, idea. Yeah, just throwing it out there. So you talk about it with Bree. You get back you to me. Yep, and you just keep thinking of ideas. That's that's what you need to do. <laughs> All right. Back to Back whatever, to it. Whatever drawing board I was using to come up with these ideas. Yeah. An etch a sketch. Yeah. You need yeah. to just shake that one uh, loose. Shake, yeah, shake it away. <laughs> shake it off. Yep. <clears throat> uh, All right. So should we get into our our real segments <laughs> that we do that are actual that are a reality on the show? Yeah, yeah. If if you haven't um, heard enough of uh, Brett the Hitman Hart and Vince McMahon, <laughs> uh, we're gonna play them. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna play them a little bit more. Um, if uh, this is your first time listening, um, this is actually a. The second season, so somehow uh, we were in. We were in. Okay, we renewed ourselves <laughs> for a second season. <laughs> yeah, we thought we did such a good job that we're gonna do yeah. it again. And we gave um, ourselves a nice little raise. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> anyway, so we do break it up into two different segments. We have our best thing of the week, which we call the best there is, best there was, and best there ever will be. Best thing of the week. Um, and then we also have our he's going to puke worst thing of the week. But we're going to start with the best thing with Brett Heasy. Fosh Heasy. The best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. Hey, sorry, that was... That was brilliant. Was it? Yeah. It wasn't, we need you know, to... it wasn't genius level, but... Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, we're. I said we were stretching our legs. I guess now we're sitting back down and we're just trying. We're trying on some new things. Yep. Like trying on pants. One leg at a time. That's right. Yeah, baby. Kick those so, off. <laughs> what was your best thing of the week, sir? Oh, me. You. Me. Um, my best thing, we already kind of talked about it, but my best thing was actually this week's episode of AEW as a whole. Um, the reason I'm saying that specifically is because of the storylines they're setting up. I, I appreciate that they've committed blocks of time to each major storyline that they have going. You know, I think all too often we get used to watching programs, and AEW has been guilty of this too before in the past. It's not just a WWE thing, but you get those situations where you're watching a program, <laughs> you're watching your stories, um, the moving pictures, and but you're watching. A, let's say you're watching Monday Night Raw, and I don't know, Seth Rollins kicks it off and Kevin Owens comes out and he's all pissed off and he's yelling at him, whatever. And the entire three hours is either a callback to that first segment or more things that add to that storyline all throughout. And so you've basically committed an entire episode to just one storyline. And I think that happens a lot. Um... And so that's why I'm saying that Dynamite this week was my my best thing because it definitely wasn't that way. Each major storyline had its own little had its own amount of time to to uh, build upon. You had um, Lance Archer and Chris Jericho, or I'm sorry, Lance Archer and, and Cody Rhodes at the very beginning, and in, in all of their turmoil and everything. And it seems like that's kind of the biggest, the hottest thing that everyone's kind of interested in right now. Anyway, I mean you talked about Mike Tyson at the top. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you also have Brody Lee and Boxley. You know, they ended everything. You've got the tag team division. They're obviously building that up for probably a reason that we all are already anticipating, right? What would that be? The revival. Oh, yes. Yes, that's right. Or the revolt. Oh, is that what they are now? Apparently. Allegedly, the revolt. I think they, um, what they do, they, what's that thing where you claim? Trademark? Yeah, they, I think they trademarked the name the revolt. Yeah, I guess I thought, and, and shame on me for not looking into it, but I guess I thought I saw where WWE fought them for their trademark for Shatter Machine, right? I, I remember hearing something about that, but I can't remember for sure. Hmm. Okay. But, yeah, that sounds familiar. I mean, I'm not... It had to be an R, right? Oh, yeah. Because of the whole FTR thing? Mm-hmm. What about... Um, they could have went with the Rising. Yeah. The Rising. Recoil. <laughs> the Recoil. <laughs> <laughs> um... But yeah, and then not only that, but one thing that I know you appreciate, because this is something that we used to talk about when we were younger, but it seems like with AEW storylines, they really make it a point to make sure that the two people that are in the most heated rivalry don't come to blows. Now, a little different with Lance Archer and Cody. Obviously, they did, but it wasn't a full-on match. 
it's like a scuffle, like a very intense scuffle that, you know, gets broken apart easily or quickly. Right. That way they leave everybody wanting more. Right. You know, when they actually do fight, so. Brody Lee and Moxley. You know, Moxley's trying to get to Brody Lee and he can't, you know. Mm -hmm. Again, something else that happens too much is feuds come and go so quickly because they're just thrown into a match. And it's like, you have nothing to build up to. This feud came about when they had this first match. Okay, so they've already wrestled, then who gives a shit? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are they building up to? Beat you once? Okay, let's wrestle again. Oh, beat <laughs> yeah. you again? Okay. Oh, now I'm mad. Yep. Ugh. Here comes Chris Benoit, and he's really mad. <laughs> <gasps> Don't say that name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But... Anyway, so just as a whole, <clears throat> and I don't know, maybe maybe the the pandemic has really kind of forced their hand into perfecting some of those things and really how the show comes off as a whole. Um, mm-hmm. Because I think that they've it, it's gotten much better, at least on the AEW side. I that's feel like. that, I'm sorry, yeah. that's that's all I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. If I could do a special callback, if we did this last week like you originally wanted to, my best thing would be Carry On Cross's um, entrance with Scarlet. Oh, yeah. Scarlet, like, lip-syncing her way. Yeah. Down to the ring. Yeah. Yeah. That was awesome, and I hate the freaking name Carry On Cross. It's so dumb, and... It's almost like they were like, yeah, it doesn't matter. Let's come up with something because we're going to just drop it anyway. You're just going to be cross. <laughs> right. You think maybe they, um, that's like a slight reference to Jesus? Carry on cross, Jesus carrying the cross. <clears throat> Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, WWE. <laughs> yeah. You've, you've outdone yourselves again. Yeah. Yeah. With your blaspheming. Yeah. No, it was it was a really nice entrance. Um, I'm waiting to see what he actually does, though. I mean, anybody can have like a nice flashy ent- entrance, you know, lots of lights and smoke and everything like that. But you know, let's you know, let's see him back it up in the ring too. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Let's see what he brings to the ring, and let's see where they go with him, like creatively. Yeah. I think that, ultimately um, that's really what's going to get people interested. Yeah, I mean, I you're like perhaps. Oh. <laughs> I mean, perhaps. I mean, I would point to the fiend and say that's not the case. Well, he's got a flashy entrance, but I mean, flashy entrance isn't everything, though. He's got a flashy entrance. He's got the fiend. Does, great yeah. promos. So, I mean, I wouldn't say. Yeah, that's why I said, like, you know, let's, you know, storyline-wise, hopefully it's a mm-hmm. strong storyline for Mr. Cross that people can get invested Mr. Cross. In. Mr. Cross, yeah. Let's hope. All right, anyway, that's, sorry, that was, <clears throat> that's it for my best. What about you, Mr. Suede? <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Gray. Uh, Mr. Anderson. Um, I think... My best of the week 
is the team of Archer and Jake Roberts, especially from um, what was it this past week's Dynamite, or just like Jake Roberts in general. Mm-hmm. Just like the way he's such a good promo, dude. Yeah, he cuts such an excellent promo, and just I believe him. I believe like everything he says when he talks and it's very hard for me to turn away from the TV when he is talking because I actually believe that he believes what he is saying. And Mm -hmm. I think, um, and obviously, you know, we're missing people like that in the wrestling business today, more so on the WWE side, I believe, but you know, um, but what a great asset Jake is to AEW and to Lance Archer also. Um, you know, bringing all that knowledge he's had, you know, throughout his years in the wrestling business. And um, I think he's just a great, a great um, addition to Lance Archer. Mm-hmm. I like it. I'm totally digging it. And plus, like a couple weeks ago when uh, he attacked Brandy. Yeah. And he put that snake on her. <clears throat> yeah. That was pretty cool to see the snake come back out again. I was digging that. So Yeah. Jake. Yeah. I uh, I agree with that. I mean, I, um we talked about legends and how to use legends appropriately in wrestling nowadays. Mm-hmm. And the absolute wrong way to do it, let them come back, come back and win the universal title. Um, huh? That happens. <laughs> <laughs> and the right way to do it, you know, and, and that is be kind of a, uh, I don't know, a, a, a microphone or a conduit to someone else's success, like Jake the Snake is. Um, like having Bret Hart um, present the AEW championship, you mm-hmm. know, have them involved, but almost as torch passers, not as the guy to come in and beat the person that you've been building for months and months and months in two and a half minutes. Yeah. What if when Bret Hart presented that AEW world title, he just declared himself the champion. (laughs) (laughs) If he did, um, Goldberg would have come in and roundhoused him and broke his neck again. (laughs) Another concussion. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, use use a guy like that to elevate somebody. Yeah. And get them over. I was kind of a little worried at first because it seemed like Jake wasn't putting enough emphasis on Lance Archer, kind of like in the beginning. I don't think he was really talking too much or trying to build him up enough, you know, in his promos, but I yeah. think as of late, you know, the past couple of weeks it's gotten a lot better, I think. Yeah, I think the two are becoming comfortable with one another. Um, Lance Archer seems to be getting more comfortable too, mm-hmm. uh, in the ring and everything. Mm-hmm. I think his first, first match with, um, I guess with Marco, it was great. Don't get me wrong, but it looked like he, he had some hesitation in some of his movements. A little jitters maybe. Yeah. Yeah. But and I think that's gone now. So yeah, definitely. So yeah. Kudos to Jake Roberts. Definitely. Yeah. So. Okay. Um, I guess that concludes our best thing of the week, which means, logically, 
it's time to turn to the other end of the table, our worst thing of the week. Huh? Oh my God, he's, he's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna, he's coming to puke! He's gonna puke! He's gonna puke! He's gonna puke! So, Dylan. I'm gonna let you go first because... <laughs> I wanted um, you to go first because I feel like you're gonna be long-winded on it. Not that, like, that's a bad thing. I want you to be long-winded on it. <laughs> well, I wanted you to go first because I figured you'd be, like, a little short-winded. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so, yeah, mine's pretty simple. Um, I, um, it, it's just, it's the, the, the constant, incessant insult to our intelligence <laughs> by WWE. I, I just, I cannot stand... I mean, I, I talked a little bit about it, about, you know, just as an example, AJ Styles beating up Vince McMahon and just to cower and be afraid of him a year later. It's not yeah. like Vince got bigger and stronger. He got oh, older no. No. and more decrepit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, um, but that's just one example. The other example is Baron Corbin throwing people off of a building. Um, we're going to get to that. So. <laughs> only for them to just come back the next night as if nothing happened. And, and um, then Rey Mysterio get his eye shoved into a, the steel steps that resulted in him being in critical condition. Yes. I get it. Wrestling's make-believe. It's a, it's a fantasy land that we make, you know, we make our own rules and all of that. But I guess that's my point. <clears throat> we make our own rules, meaning there are rules to stick to. You can't just change it every day just because. And again, it's it's make-believe, it's fantasy, it's, it's Chris Jericho said it best when he said, wrestling's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> and it is, and I get that. But what is there to be invested in if there is no continuity or any story that you can actually invest into, you know, if it's just like you and me are um, sworn enemies today, Dylan, I just the looking at your face just pisses me off. Whoa, whoa, and then tomorrow uh, I'm going to forget anything ever happened. We're going to be in a tag match and we're going to win the tag titles. No, that and, sounds about right. So, Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that happens all the time. I mean, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens are the best of friends, despite their heated rivalry. Mm -hmm. You know, I worry for the day that Cross goes to the main roster or Adam Cole goes to the main roster, you know, or Champa and Gargano. I mean, look at Ricochet and Cedric Alexander. Yeah. I mean, it, it's just... It's frustrating. It is. You know, you know I, it could be so much better. You yeah, know absolutely. it could be so much better. And NXT, and look at NXT. And listen, I love uh, what Triple H is doing. Um, by the way, I, I thought of another uh, uh, best thing of the week, and that was uh, NXT in your house. Oh, yeah, celebrating, what, the, like, 20th or 25th anniversary of, like, the first in your house event? Something like that, yeah. Yeah. I don't think it was, yeah. 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 Super awesome. Anyway. <clears throat> 
Triple H has great ideas, and it's it it you can see that on NXT. It is still WWE programming at the end, at the end of the day, so you still have those elements that are very predictable, that are very very WWE. Like, come on, let's break out of this. Mm-hmm. But it is a better version of the WWE product. So there is potential there. It just it's never realized, and it's so frustrating. So that is it for my worst thing. I assume that yours will take what I've said and go a little further. Yeah. Um, my worst thing of the week is the money in the bank ladder, <laughs> ladder match. <laughs> but okay. it's, all, it's all kind of wrapped up in that, you know, that sandwich that you started with. But um, yeah. That yeah. mold, moldy bread sandwich? That moldy bread sandwich. So, um, <coughs> I was texting with you while I was watching Money in the Bank, and um, <laughs> I was kind of like letting you know some of the things that were happening during this match. And I could tell you were very enthusiastic in your responses <laughs> about Probably the had, match itself. Had a few Pacificos at that point. Yeah, a few pieces. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, well, I guess might as well just get into the Money in the Bank ladder match. Let's I go. Guess. Yeah, let's do it. Unpack so, it. Unpack it and stack it and push it down. So. Yep. And Lex um, Luger rack. Yep. Torture racket. So, in the beginning of the match, um, you had the women's the women competing in the. Uh, the match and the men competing at the match at the same time in the same ring in the same, in the same building they both started off on the first floor of WWE headquarters okay but the women started in the lobby and the men started in the weight room okay yeah so bell rings i don't know why there's a bell Great point. Still trying to wrap my head around that, but um, (laughs) a bell rings, and you know the men start brawling in the weight room. And um, does anyone get hit with a weight? No, but Baron Corbin throws a weight, and it crashes into a mirror. Okay. Okay. So. well, as you know, when they were do they were announcing the participants in the match too. So okay. they would announce them and they'd walk out, you know, AJ Styles would walk out into the weight room and then Dana Brooke would walk out into the lobby and they'd just stand there and wait for this bell to ring. So to what? start the match. Yeah. So um they announce Asuka and everybody is and the women are standing in the lobby and Asuka isn't coming out. Like, okay. where, where is Asuka? Where is Asuka? So, like, the bell rings, they look up, Asuka is on, like, the second floor of the lobby, like, standing on a ledge or something like that, you know, doing her Asuka thing, like, taunting them, and there's, and the women are just, like, standing there for 10 seconds, like, looking up at her. Okay. And then she dives, and then Asuka dives on top of them. <laughs> First of all, why didn't they just move? <laughs> if they're standing there for like 10 seconds, why didn't they just move? Yeah. You know? Second, 
Asuka is already a step ahead of all those other women who are on the bottom level, and she's on the top level. Right. Because the object is to get to the roof, on top of the roof, get in the ring and climb the ladder and grab the briefcase. Right. Asuka is already like 10 feet above them. I would be going... I would screw diving on them. I'm trying right. to get up to the roof, you know? I, right. Yeah. So, so that was, that was kind of like the beginning. Um, let's see what else happened. <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's all I got. No. Um, let's see. Oh, at one point, Dana Brooke goes in, uh, comes into like a conference room. Okay. And, you know, like they have, like, a bunch of, like, WWE posters on the wall and everything. And in this conference room is, like, a Money in the Bank briefcase. Granted, she's not on the roof, but she's, you know, in the building in a conference room. She goes up and she grabs the briefcase, takes it down, and, like, she thinks she's won. Okay. Yeah. And then Stephanie McMahon comes in and she says, no, you got to go to the roof. And climb the ladder and get the briefcase up there. This that, sounds like a dream someone had. No, this is actually like what happened. It doesn't sound like a real thing. <laughs> no, it happened. It's a real so, thing. So yeah, get this. So I go into the conference room. Yeah. Stephanie McMahon's in there and she says I gotta go to the roof. <laughs> what is that? You know? <laughs> <laughs> um So like you're telling me that Dana Brooke is participating in a match where she doesn't know where to go or how to win. Right. Huh? I mean, (laughs) you know what? And get this. She participated in the women's money in the bank ladder match last year. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it would be great, honestly, if she, if last year somehow she wound up in a conference room. (laughs) It just becomes like, like a recurring joke. Like every like, money in the big ladder match. Yes. That's what I was gonna say. If they do this again next year and somehow she's in a conference room, I will yeah. I won't be upset. I'll be like, good for them. That was right. that was good. Right. This is a year yeah. in the making. Yep. Oh my god. Yeah. And then Carmela comes in and like smashes a picture over her head and like moon walks out of the conference room while Dana Brooke is like laying there. I'm telling you, it sounds like a dream. <laughs> it is a, it sounds like a nightmare to me. So. <laughs> Carmela comes moon walking in. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God. Um, I mean, as much Dan as like, Brian AJ Styles. Well, I'm getting to it, but you know, as much as like you know, sitting here kind of like bashing it. I mean, there were some parts that made me laugh a little bit, you know, um, but just, I mean, it was just stupid, though. I mean, there's some parts in Scary Movie Four that made me chortle, but that's a that's a crappy movie. I didn't yeah. like it, right. so right. Um, I think one of the parts that made me laugh was when Mysterio went into the bathroom and then, you know, Brother Love comes out of the stall and he's yeah. like zipping up his zipper. He's like, I love you. And, you know, they got his music playing in the background. During yeah, that, the, they, have, they have music playing the entire time. That was what I was going to ask. Yeah. Yeah. That, to uh, kind of like a movie, you know. Oh, how, I, I yeah. get it. Yeah. That is actually the worst 
action movies have music playing the whole time. Yeah. To there basically, was a, you know, build up tension or to set the mood for what's going on in the scene. Yeah. Yes, that's how it was during Money in the Bank. That that's yeah. No. <laughs> that's just, uh, no. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. So yeah, when Brother Love came out, Brother Love's music started playing. So um then we come to Paul Heyman. Okay. Who's sitting at a like buffet table looking like he's in his element, like trying to figure out what he wants to eat with a big smile on his face. Okay. So then like all the competitors meet each other in this room where Paul Heyman is eating food and they all break out in like a food fight. Like who put this together? This sounds like the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> uh, this, if it's possible, can this be your worst thing next week? Also, it'll probably be my worst for, thing for like the next until season three. So. <laughs> <laughs> Just edging out Lashley and Lana. Just oh god, yeah, we're miles beyond that. So <laughs> we are miles beyond that. But yeah, they they have a big food fight in this area where Paul Heyman was eating a buffet or something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um, Listen, the movie that you, me and Nick and Ted made and Garrett sound makes it was makes more sense than this. 10 times better. Yeah, just from what I'm telling you. Right. So, yeah. Find you, that movie. Okay. I'll get right on it. <laughs> I'll get right on it. <laughs> Oh man. Um Yeah, so uh at some one point, you know, AJ's walking through the hallway looking for Rey Mysterio. And he's like opening doors and everything like that, and he comes to a big poster of The Undertaker and like he stops and he stares at it and he has like the scared look on his face. <sighs> Stupid. Yeah. yeah. So he keeps walking down the hallway, opening doors. He opens this one door and it's a like creepy, creepily lighted room with like fog, and there's, you know, the dark purple lighting, and there's a casket in there. Okay. And he gets like AJ gets like really scared because this is supposed to be some sort of callback to the Boneyard match with the Undertaker. Right. Yeah. So then you know out of nowhere here comes Alistair Black. You know, punches AJ a couple times, throws him in the room, closes the door, and then keeps keeps on moving. Okay. Yeah. Um. Ah, oh God, what else happened? Oh, so there's this. Oh, so it's uh, who was it? Otis, Daniel Bryan, and I believe Corbin. We're in this another section of the of you know the headquarters, and Daniel Bryan was sitting there giving Corbin like yes kicks, and Otis is standing there watching him, and you know Otis is going yes 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 you know just like chanting along to Daniel Bryan, okay, and then they fight off, and then the camera cuts to this chair that was in the same room with them, and you see 
this guy dressed up as Doink the Clown pop up nice. behind the chair and like laugh, and then he goes back down behind the chair. He just laughs? Yeah, he does something. He like laughs and has a weird smile on his face, and then he just pops back down behind the chair. Okay. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Um, what is it? Okay, so then we come to Asuka again. <laughs> oh, um, no. So after Asuka dived on, you know, to everybody, she got into an elevator and she was going up in the slowest elevator ever. Um, and they had like a camera inside the elevator and you can see her dancing and everything like that, like celebrating, doing her Asuka dance thing. Okay. So um, I think when we come to her next, she comes into like a cafeteria area or something like that where there's a janitor like mopping the floor. And she's, you know, trying to ask the janitor like, where's the roof? Where's the roof? Where's the roof? Where's the roof? Show me to the roof. Yeah. And he's just like, I don't, I don't know what the hell's going on. Like, well, why is this happening? You know, I'm just mopping the floor. All right. And then I think, what, Dana Brooke comes along and starts chasing after Asuka, but she slips on the floor and bumps her head. I did see that. Yeah. So that basically, like, takes her out. Right. Of the match. So. But, yeah, it was, it was cartoony. Yeah. Like, that's what you'd see in a cartoon. Yeah. Or like a Three Stooges movie. They should have been playing Yakety Sax the whole time. I was waiting for somebody to go like, knock, 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 you know, like <laughs> Three Stooges. Right. I don't know. Um, oh, so we get to a, get to another part where AJ and Daniel Bryan, Daniel Bryan, Daniel Bryan <laughs> are, are fighting in the hallway and they fight into Vince's office. Yeah. This is what you're waiting for, huh? I can't wait to see what you have to say about it, because I saw it. <clears throat> yeah. It... I mean, if you're going to go for, like, stupid and funny, then go all the way. But as stupid as what this was, I feel like they, this was a missed opportunity for something to be even more stupid. Because all they did was, like, fight into his office, and there's Vince sitting there in his office and he gets up and then and AJ and Daniel stop fighting and they look at him, you know, kind of scared and everything like that. And then all of a sudden he's like, get out, you know? Yeah. So they're like apologizing. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And putting like his furniture back in place. And they like walk out his office and then Vince puts hand sanitizer on his hands and then sits back, sits back down, sits back down and starts writing on his yellow notepad. Yep. That was it. Yep. Yeah. As stupid as that was, like I said, I felt that was like that was a missed opportunity. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You and could, then you the, could have and, done so much more with that. And then they're outside of his office. Yeah, like, like arguing. Joking. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. You, like, oh, you were so scared. You were scared, so scared, you, huh? Yeah. Like then a bunch start, of little kids. Yeah, then they start fighting again. Stupid. Vince has a huge Tyrannosaurus Rex skull in his office. I did see that, yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Hey, that that's where um that's where the he's gonna puke thing was filmed at. That's exactly right. That's that's the that's the spot right there. 
that infamous spot. Yeah. Um. So. So everyone so gets to the roof. Well, first, uh, like, was it? I think Oscar. No, I forget who gets to the roof first, but um, like Nia Jax is on the roof, and then Oscar came on the roof, and oh, who was it? Oscar was fighting, or Nia Jax was fighting somebody else, and like Oscar somehow took them out. Oscar was climbing up the ladder, and then all of a sudden Baron Corbin comes from like nowhere. Gets into the ring and climbs on the other side of the ladder that Asuka is climbing on, and they're both climbing up the ladder at the same time. And then they get to the top of the lot of the ladder and they're fighting over the briefcases. Now, granted, there are two briefcases hanging from the top of the ring. Right. So why are they fighting? Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and then Asuka like kicks the crap out of Corbin. He falls off the ladder and Asuka grabs the briefcase and she wins for the women's right. match. And then finally the announcers come in in like a really bad like pre-taped announcement. And it's Michael Cole and he's like, here it is, your winner, Asuka, of the women's Money in the Bank ladder match. Congratulations. Wow. That was pretty much the gist of it. Yuck. Yuck. <laughs> Where's that janitor? I need him to mop that up. <laughs> oh, so um So yeah, then the rest of the men come in come on top of the roof. Um Corbin murders two people. Yeah, throws Ray off and then throws Alistair Black off. Or I mean, yeah. yeah, throws them both off and Yeah, the pl- there should have been like a uh, a squad of police like flying in on helicopters and like repelling down onto the top of WWE headquarters to arrest Baron Corbin because yeah. he just like he, yeah he just murdered like two people honestly. Right. I mean, I don't know. And then just like he just runs off like it's no big deal. Like, huh? After he th- apparently throws him off the roof, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I was waiting for something, like, goofy to happen. Like, I don't know. Like, Baron Corbin throws Black off, and then he throws Mysterio off, and then all of a sudden Rey Mysterio, like, slowly floats up, but you realize he's standing on top of a DeLorean that Aleister Black is flying. <laughs> and then the passenger door opens up and hits... Oh, Biff Corbin in the face or something like that of the DeLorean. I was waiting for something like that to happen. Or he throws Mysterio off and then Mysterio pops up like he used to pop up from the stage. Oh, yeah. Who's that jumping out the sky? Pyro's going off like his feet. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, if you're going to do a spot where like you're throwing people off a roof, I think you should have done it so you see them landing on something on the side of the building or like at a lower level down instead of just assuming oh well it's over right they they hit the pavement they're dead i mean there could have been like a 
I don't know. There could have been like a window cleaner station or something that they could have landed on. I mean, that would have been a cool shot to see them like falling down a couple stories and then onto a lower level or something like that. I mean, don't make it. Well, if all of this is pre-recorded, then and you not only that, but you are a film studio. I mean, you can do high level like action sequences with stuntmen. And you can do stuff like that. But that's such a that's a thing that would have never been overlooked in the past. I mean, you look at Stone Cold and The Rock. Didn't mm-hmm. Stone Cold throw the rock over a bridge? <laughs> I uh, mean into like well into the water. Into the water. But you saw it. And it was a big yeah, you thing. You saw somebody falling, yeah. And it was a big thing. People were like, oh my God. So how is that just oh like well well, yeah, my parent Baron threw him off the building no big deal yeah. okay here, well, here we go yeah <laughs> yeah it was just weird like i said nothing to insinuate that they were okay or that there was some other level that they fell onto right you see them you see him throw them off the roof you automatically assume well i mean condolences to like alistair black and you know ray's family because corbin <laughs> just murdered yeah. them so um, so, uh, what else? Um, so somehow like Otis gets into the ring, gets up onto the roof. He starts climbing, climbing the ladder and the rings, the rungs start breaking under his weight. Okay. Climbing the ladder, which I think is something that they did on SmackDown also. Oh, really? Yeah. So I guess it was kind of a little bit of a callback. So like Otis is like, oh, how the hell am I going to get up the ladder? Mm-hmm. You know? Um, but, uh, end of the match came when Corbin and Styles were on the ladder fighting over the briefcase. Then Elias comes in from nowhere. (laughs) It's it's Corbin in the back with a guitar. Corbin falls off the ladder, which leaves the briefcase with AJ, but AJ fumbles it, drops it, and like Otis catches it. And, <laughs> and Otis wins. I mean, I'm not upset that Otis won. Um, no, no, but the way it was presented yeah. is stupid. Yeah. It was stupid. Yeah. I mean, this is a once a year event. It only, you know, only happens once. I don't I don't know after this. I mean, who knows if we'll do it again? <laughs> yeah, might, not, might not do it again. <laughs> this is the last money in the bank ever. So, but like, you're really gonna not it, once a year. You're really gonna not give it to AJ. <laughs> That's your complaint coming out of this. <laughs> <laughs> I just listen. All the other things aside. <laughs> That's what you took from this. Why, why didn't Doink the Clown win? No, I, uh, yeah. Stuff like that really irritates me. I mean, you've got, you look at like accolades, you know, when you say like John Cena's 15 time world heavyweight champion. Yeah. You know, Randy Orton's a 12 time world heavyweight champion or whatever it is now, 14, I guess. I don't know. Mm hmm. AJ's won the belt twice. You know, like, if if these are your generational talents, 
you know, like wrestler of the decade, then they should be the ones kind of championing everything into into the new year, right? So like Edge won the Money in the Bank briefcase, what, twice? Um, yeah. You know, your, your top guys, if they're not champs, they're in the race in mm-hmm. some capacity. Whether they have it, they're a contender, or they're the Money in the Bank briefcase winner. Mm-hmm. AJ didn't didn't do that. AJ hasn't won a Rumble. AJ hasn't won a, a Money in the Bank. Like it's just you're just wasting him. I don't know. Maybe that's an argument for another time. But I'm just saying. Yeah. Like, yeah, I see what you're saying. I see <clears> what you're saying. Who are you? Who who's your your championship contenders? You know, like, if Seth Rollins is your guy, what's he doing? You know, and fan, us fans aside or how people look at him or how he's viewed or whatever, like, all of that aside, if he's your guy, why isn't he in there? Because he was, well, he was fighting Drew McIntyre. Oh, well, okay. My bad. Yeah. But I'm yeah. just saying. What about <clears throat> Kevin Owens? I think he's self-isolating. Oh, he's I I'm not 100 percent sure on it, but I think I heard that he's chosen not to participate. Gotcha. In any live events at this point. Yeah. So or at least like the live shows. Um, Got it. All right. Well, then never mind. Yeah. Yeah. There goes my theory. So all of those things aside, it sounds like a pretty Dumb main event. <laughs> you need go watch it. I will. Trust me, watch I will. It. I play. I wanted to today, and then I just didn't yeah. get a chance. Yeah. Um. I was honestly really hoping that Alistair Black would win that. Yep. The way they've been building him up over the like the past couple months, I really thought that they were going to give it to him, but he'll be the new Intercontinental well, Champ. All right, because they're going to have that tournament. Yep. Yeah. So, well, sir, we've gone seventy-two minutes. Yeah, yeah, quite a, <laughs> quite a, uh, quite a going for uh, season two, opening yeah. season two. Yeah, kicking it off. Mm-hmm. Is there anything you'd like to leave everyone with? Well, are you talking about where they might? possibly be able to contact us or oh yeah that in a second but anything something oh well yeah that too but before you do that anything to look forward to in the next week in wrestling the next week in wrestling well like i said we got double or nothing coming up uh nwa oh is that coming up they might have aired something or they're going to. Okay. Yeah. So I'll have to look more into that. Uh, well, Becky Lynch is having a baby. Oh, yeah. 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 So WWE is going to try to outdo themselves, um, try to put butts in the seats in front of the TV, um, bringing out the heavy hitters, the big guns. Um, Drew McIntyre, who's his next opponent for the for the belt well it's none other than baron corbin so i mean hey you want you want to boost those ratings there's only desperate times (laughs) call for desperate measures (laughs) two words one person baron corbin corbin 
ratings. Baron, Corbin. Baron Tannen. <laughs> you can Baron oh, Damn T. People are going to tune in and watch that. That's better than a Baron Corbin could probably do himself. Dude, see? I would tune in. I would tune into that. <laughs> Baron T. It. <laughs> uh, um, but no, I think. I think that's it. What about you? You got any? That was it for me. I just I can't wait to you? see that match. Yeah, it's going to be <laughs> <laughs> lights out. Uh, yeah. Moxley versus 10 next week uh, on Dynamite. Versus who? 10. The uh, Dark Order guy? Yep. Yeah, okay. Right. And uh, Moxley's new movie, Cage Fighter. Uh, this airs this Saturday on Fight TV. Are you getting a check for like promoting this? I might be. No, I'm not. Um, I want, I want but, a quarter of that check. <laughs> <laughs> Deal. All right. Awesome. Um, but yeah, other than that, I think that's uh, that's it. So, all right, now cool. lay it on us. What do, what do you got? Where can people uh, find us? Talk to us? Harass us? Whatevs. It's been a while, but uh, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at QuickPainPod. We also got that website, QuickPainPod.com. And we are also a part of WrestlingHeadlines.com. We will have a video version of our episodes up on WrestlingHeadlines.com and on on their YouTube page. So go check them out, too. WrestlingHeadlines.com. Yeah. Do not do anything involving the darkness when it comes with wrestlingheadlines.com and YouTube. Right. Yeah, yeah I know I won't. You will they get a muffled version of <laughs> the darkness play. So. Right. Right. YouTube community guidelines. <laughs> the people Strictly who police no that. No darkness. <laughs> right. People who police that also run the darkness fan page. So, yeah. So uh, they believe in a thing called censorship. And money, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Uh, well, happy well, season two, Dylan. Happy season two to you also, Mr. Gray. All right. So. Thank you, everyone. And we will see you or talk to you uh, from a, a, a respective distance next uh, week. Yep. At least 250 miles. <laughs> How far away are we? Um, it's far enough, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. All that said, see ya. Yep. See you guys.